everybody. Welcome to the Real Estate Community Network podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with Steve. And we're here with Matthew Rodriguez from Pillar to Post Home Inspections. This is going to be a good, good episode. So welcome to the Real Estate Community Network podcast. Steve, I'm going to let you take it off. Yep. So, You're a fan uh, of this stuff. Ran into Matt a few weeks ago at a training class I was at and uh, basically kind of started off by having him come to one of our meetings and he worked with a couple of our investors. And he does not just home inspections. He also does inspections for investors, which I call inspections light. Go in there, check the important stuff, and then you know, not every outlet, not every faucet, but enough that the inspector knows the building is solid and is you know valid for their for the situations. And he also does some three D tour stuff and some other stuff. So Matt, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do and how you got in the yeah, game? Yeah, just, and- just tell us about pillar to post first, and then we'll get into all these. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. I uh, thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I've been with Pillar to Post now um, as a franchise owner for about six, seven months. Um, before that, I had a pretty extensive HVAC background, so I kind of fit right into this wheelhouse. Um, you know, I had a pretty good electrical background, too. Um, you know, I love Pillar to Post and everything that we have to offer. Um, like you said, Steve, we have not just home inspections. We do a lot with uh, virtual tours, home maintenance manuals, floor plans, um, and we have what's called P2P estimates, which is... Um, you know, getting estimates for any deficiencies you have in the house. So you're not calling, you know, five, six, seven different contractors to come in and give you estimates. I think we all kind of know right now different contractors are really hard to get a hold of because they're so busy. Um, so we kind of have that offering right there on the table. Um, so Pillar to Post has a lot of good um, offerings that we have, uh, even for investors, you know, especially for investors. I think our virtual tours are, are really valuable to them. Um, if they're trying to rent out properties, we can get all the great 360 videos, um, you know, all those nice little angles that they can use in their marketing and stuff. That's cool. I actually have our, my own Matterport machine. Yeah. I do my own 3D tours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. I, don't, I don't know what you guys use. But. Yeah, we use DocuSketch, which is pretty similar to Matterpoint. Yeah. yeah, it's a little it's bit excellent. different, but uh, yeah, it's the same So technology. then you guys can print out the schematic floor plans, room size, everything. Everything just like that, yeah. Yeah, and they're pretty, pretty accurate. Oh, yeah. 99.9%. It's crazy. I think at the bottom it says plus minus 5%. But, you know, if you're really squabbling over 5%, it's like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Listen, I think they're great. They're great for rental properties. You know, I did before and after. We do before and after for our our flips. You know, so anybody listening, I don't actually do it for uh, investors, but Matt does. I do. Yep. So reach out to Matt for that. Yeah. And it's really (laughs) affordable. I mean, it's based on square footage, but. It's it's a really affordable price, especially for um, doubles or singles, even what you have. But we do everything all the way up to uh, one guy I was talking to had a twenty apartment apartment complex. Um, we'd go in there and definitely do that at a pretty affordable price for him. It's nice. It's definitely for renting. It's great to send out. Here's the apartment. Take a walk around. Absolutely. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're getting our management company going, and our first couple clients we're talking about slowly edging into it because they've each got like sixty units. I'm like, I'm not talking about doing sixty. I'm talking about as they turn over, we'll send them in. Get them done, and then then you have them, you know, as they're renovated. Now on and on the on the estimate side of things, because I look I looked at your the other the other document you have with all the things priced out. How good is P two P estimates at sort of regionalizing? You know, like in California, things are frankly a lot more expensive than they are here. So how good is the estimator as being like, oh, well, this is NEPA pricing or this is Manhattan pricing? Yeah, it's a good question because I get that a lot, and really what it is um, is people use, uh, you know, we use this partner called Punchlist. What they do is they tie into um, Home Depot system. 
Um, so they know what a two by four is going to cost in Scranton, Pennsylvania. They know what a two by four is going to cost in California. And those numbers are going to be drastically different. So their estimates get pretty accurate, pretty close. So you go into a house, you can go into one of my flips and tell me what things should cost? Yeah, yeah. I mean, any deficiencies we put in the report, we send it out to Punchlist. Um, I can't give an estimate legally uh, in the state of Pennsylvania, but I can partner with companies that do. And that's where Punchlist comes into play, where they'll get that that number for you. That's pretty cool. So that comes in. That comes in as part of your. Is, is that like an add-on for you guys, or does that come in as part of your your inspection service? Like- that's a part of our inspection service. That's not an add-on. So we try to give as much value to our inspections as we can. Um, so the virtual tour um, and the P2P estimates comes with all of my home inspections. Cool. That's neat. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Uh- I just like that it, it so it's getting the home va- uh, Home Depot value at least. Yeah, and 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 that's and that's really what I was what I was looking for because you know if it gets you in the ballpark, obviously it's going to be they're going to be conservative. They're going to go a little high of the ballpark, but at least you're like okay, should, you know he's saying five thousand shouldn't exceed should not exceed six. Okay, fine. You know you kind of put your head ballpark where I'm at. Exactly. Nothing's ever going to be perfect. Everybody has their idea of what their value is and things, but at least you're budgeting. 10,000 for something, say, and it doesn't come back at 25, you know, it's yeah. going to come back close. That's pretty neat. Yeah. I, I think we have to use them on, uh, yeah, our next one. Yeah, I, I think, I think, I think definitely, on, definitely on the next one. And for the investor side of things, like, do you, would you do like the investor, investor inspection type thing on a, we finish a flip, we send you in, we may not find everything the bank inspector is going to know, but you'll, but you'll be like, Hey guys, before a bank inspector sees it, you missed that. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we get into everything. I get yeah. hands on on on. Uh, I love getting hands on on everything, whether it's in an attic, basement, anything in between. We're gonna touch it, make sure it doesn't move, or if it's supposed to move, it moves. You know those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're definitely gonna dive deep into it and try to find those things before the bank comes in. Yeah, yeah, and and actually on on the investor, the first investor inspection we do, Ravi. You know, get up in, in the attic, and he's like, "Oh, I found vermiculite." And you know, you were good at explaining, "Okay, vermiculite could be asbestos, but realistically, it's not a practical problem because in P- in PA, as long as it's encapsulated." So you gave him, "Hey, there is a possibility of this, but it's not a train wreck." The word asbestos doesn't always mean death. You know, okay, be aware of it, but it doesn't necessarily kill your deal. And that, that's really what I appreciated. Was it wasn't like you know. Now, if it was something that should kill the deal, tell them, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, the word asbestos means life is over. I, I had an inspector on a different house that I was selling. 14 feet up was the ceiling of the basement. He saw some white spots that, oh, that's definitely mold. And I said, well, how do you know mold from 14 feet away? I said, I, it just how do you test something you can't touch? <laughs> so it was great that you were like, hey, could be, not sure, could be a problem, but here it is. And that, that really is helpful. Yeah, you're just opening yourself up for some liability to say, yeah, that is mold. You right. know, uh, we aren't mold. Uh, well, some home inspectors are. I'm not mold certified because you're never really going to know exactly if it is or isn't unless you test it. Right. Um, in which case, I, I am certified to test. We'll send it to the lab. We'll get it checked out for yeah. you. Right. Um, but in the case with Ravi, you know, uh, reviewing the um, home inspection on site is extremely important. You know, some guys will say, hey, I, I have the inspection, I'll email it to you in two to three days. Where with my home inspections, I review it right there on site yep. on the iPad because as I'm walking through the house, I'm completing my my inspection report. Um, so that's why it's good. I can review it, calm them down, reassure them. You know, if it sounds kind of scary to them, then it might not be scary. It might not be a deal breaker for the house. Um, so that's what's really good about our um, software that allows me to do that through the inspection. Just so you know, home inspectors scare me. 
Every, <laughs> every time I saw a house and the people are, you know, we got to bring a home inspector. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm yeah. scary all five foot six uh, of me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, like, they're going to ruin me. I, well, I, I tell everyone, because actually the flip, the flip at, the, at one of the flips we're working on, you know, the contractor's like, oh, well, the city inspector's no big deal. I said, city inspector's not the guy you're worried about. It's the guy who works for the buyer and the bank. His job is to ruin the deal. You're not, kind of not, but he's 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 the one looking deeper. The building inspector is coming in there for 30 seconds. He's like, I'm out. Good. Yeah. You're going in there and taking panels off, taking wires off, which is the other thing I like. Because even on the what well, you know inspection light for Ravi, you still took the face of the panel off. Still to know, okay, you know what? Inside of the wire, wires, if, you know, nothing was double tapped, whatever, whatever. Because unless you, unless you do that, you don't know what's inside. There could be, you know, everything can be on one breaker. <laughs> you don't know what you get into until you open the box. So, so when you come to an investor's house, you're going to come to one of my multifamilies. What do you actually go through? Are you going to? Uh, you, so Steve's saying it's not a full inspection, but what kind of inspection is it then? I could do a full if I want. Yeah. And then there's. I guess whatever he's calling, he's making up a name for you. Yeah, I guess so. I, I mean, don't. I don't we, know, Inspector Light. You know, we still <laughs> yeah. uh, we still gave Ravi quite a, an extensive, um, uh, you know, inspection. I think really what it comes From down the to the ground to the roof. Absolutely. You know, we we used the drone. We went up. We checked the roof for him. Uh, we oh. got all nice close shots. Um, you know, it, we're governed by what's called an SOP, a standards of practice, and what it says in there is like we test a reasonable amount of things, mm-hmm. right? So you don't walk around and test every single outlet. Um, but you test, you know, 50, 60, 70% or one a room, something that's a reasonable amount. Just a um, random check. Right, exactly. Because, you know, a lot of receptacles are linked together, yes. things like that. So that's what we're trying to do for investors is, you know, hey, we'll test a, a reasonable amount of windows, a reasonable amount of outlets, things like that. Um, and we're definitely going to make sure that this is a sound house. The structure is good. The the rafters aren't, you know, splitting apart on you. And this house is going to be, uh, you know, a good investment and not a big money pit. That's really what we're trying to yeah. do for investors. Foundation, plumbing. Electric. Plumbing, electrical. Um, Water know, heater. Everything. I mean, he, okay. Yeah, we were there. I mean, you hit every every single thing, you know, that was that would be important to an investor. You, you really went through a lot further than I thought it was going to be on, on that. And, 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 you know, as we've said on this podcast before, that's really what matters is, is an investment. It's about the math. So if you run through and you're like, oh, I'm expecting a $5,000 repair budget on systems and Matt's, Matt comes back and says, it's $25,000. Well, that might change whether or not you can do the deal. Yes. Or at what you can do the deal, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, he, he's not pricing, well, gee, your carpet, whatever. He's pricing the important stuff. But at least you're like, all right, you know what? My roof is actually not in great shape. It's caving in. On the outside, it looks great, but on the inside, not so good. <laughs> yeah. You know, and our inspections are a little bit lengthy, uh, you know, according to some real estate people. Um, you know, two to three hours, uh, they're like, well, that's a little bit long. We're used to the one-hour inspection. Um, in my opinion, personally, if you're doing a one-hour inspection, you're going faster than you need to and you're missing things. Yep. Um, you're just trying to hit the general stuff. Oh, this is good and that's good. Where I'm like, no, let's take our time. Let's really dig a little bit deeper. Um and talk to the client as well. You know, I liked having Ravi and you next to me. You know, I like having my clients near me. If they want to ask questions, if they want me to retest something, or if they don't know how something operates, I'll show them. Hey, yeah. let's do it. You know, so I don't rush through anything. If that takes a little bit longer, then hey, we, we got the time for it. Yeah, what's the difference of an hour, two hours? Exactly. And, 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 I, and I'm buying right. If, if an actual inspector was in and out in an hour, especially on a multi- I, but he, he, even on a single, I'd be like, did you really look as close as you could? Well, and, I, and, and I can't judge what somebody else does, but that just seems like you really can't go as deep. You know. 
Right. You know, but as a seller, if I'm selling, I'm knowing oh, I'm <laughs> the bank. They're saying okay <laughs> when they take a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. You know. So, uh, I, I, when, I, when I first got, when I first was trained, my my first uh, one of the agents I worked with was like, the longer an inspector takes on your listing, the worse it's going to get. <laughs> no, no, just that's the how I feel. No. So you know, yeah, there, there's a, a lot of times where that's a myth. You know, yeah. it's like, oh man, he's finding stuff, and then I get people that are like, why are you taking so many pictures? What is wrong with this place? And that's not what I'm there for. You know, a lot of times the reason I take so many pictures is because in my report I give a lot of maintenance recommendations. You know, we we have this. Um, motto, you know, it's called echo. We want to ensure confident home ownership. Um, you know, we're not just there to say, Hey, you need a new roof and your foundation's bad. No. How can we put some notes in here to make this house maintenance, you know, up to maintenance and recommendations, that kind of stuff. So you'll see a lot of that through the report. Um, I even locate some GFCI locations for you. You know, if your GFCI is outside and the reset is in the panel, I write that in the report. Hey, Mm -hmm. that's useful information. You need to know that. That's very neat. And actually, that was one thing Robbie said to me on that deal. He's like, "This is this." He's like, "I'm keeping this document." He's like, "It wasn't just a one-time thing because I know when because he is ending up buying that place." Um, you know, he's like, "I now have something that'll give me an idea." In three years, I got to look at that. Two years, I got to look at that. So, um, I mean, to, so so you said you came to it from an HVAC background. That was so. So you were an HVAC tech and an electrician before you made the jump, or was that? Yeah, so um, I have a degree in um, HVAC te- uh, HVAC technology and then a bachelor's degree in automation engineering. Um, so I worked down in D.C. for a couple of years working on some larger buildings, um, doing a lot of building management systems. Um, then I worked for a, a local company working for uh, Geisinger Hospitals, doing the same kind of work. Um, I took some time. I went and worked for the government for a little bit, a um, couple of years. That was what it was, but I said, you know what, i got to get back to my roots and, and find uh, – you know, something in, in that community that works for me. Um, and that's when I found Pillar to Post. They're a veteran-friendly company. Um, and I think I met with them once or twice, and I was hooked. That was it. I was all in. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't do inspections. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What what else you got to ask, Steve? I mean, honestly, that's, that's pretty much it. I, I mean, do you have any tips for, given most inspectors like like me, like to Yahoo everything. Oh, walk through, da, 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 and I don't need an inspector. I want, I want to accelerate the process. Number one, um, do you have any tips of what what we would visually see that's like, oh my God, now we need an inspection? And number two is, like, how can they, you know, in this competitive seller's market where nobody wants to do an inspection because you're afraid the seller will tell you to jump in a lake, how can they accelerate you? Is it a matter of saying, hey, Matt, when can you and I go to the house together? Is it more that? So I guess kind of two questions. You know, if they are going to Yahoo it, what do they see? Is it the I used to tell everybody, if it doesn't look square, it doesn't look right angle, call somebody because it's probably wrong. Like, how do they know when they need you, and how do they accelerate the the buying process and still use you? So I always tell people, water is the biggest enemy of any house, right? That that's going to be your biggest thing. Yeah, if things are squared off or, or not so squared off, that you know maybe call somebody in. But water is your biggest indicator of any problems. If you got water in your basement, uh, the sheathing on your roofing is is uh, you know a little saturated, uh, water stains on the wall, something like that. You got to call somebody in there. Um, you know, those are the biggest things that I would say, um, are when you got to bring somebody in. And what was the other question? And like, how could they work out? Because so many sellers don't want to wait for an inspection. They see the inspection thing checked off. It's like not going to happen. Yeah. 
how do they how do they work out to speed that up with you? Like, do, mm-hmm. should they make should they make their first visit with you? Should they say, hey, listen, I want to go see this house on Tuesday, and they take a chance with three hundred dollars for every time they see something, or is there uh, is there another way they can accelerate it to not look as scary to the buyer or to the seller rather? There's a couple different ways. I mean, generally speaking, I can get to a property within twenty four to forty eight hours. Um, I schedule my um, times to make sure that I'm always available in that time frame. Um, I get booked up pretty quick, but you know, I do nights and weekends for a, a good portion of the year. Um, and I'm not putting this out there too, too, you know, much, but I will be hopefully hiring somebody as a second inspector here very shortly. So oh, we'll good. have tons of availability that way as well. Nice. Um, but you know, as far as getting out there at the right time, um, when you, when it comes to the investor part of things, we can do walkthroughs with them. Um, we can price things a little bit differently and say, hey, if you're looking for an upfront walkthrough, not a full inspection, something like that, um, we can. You know, we can look at it. Now, that'll just be a quick walkthrough, something visually. If you want the full report, something that you can use as a tool going forward, hey, like Robbie did, um, in two years, I need to do this. Three years, I need to do that. Then let's go through the the full inspection. And like I said, if they're on a time crunch, I can make their their schedules always work. Um, and I always tell people this, whether it's an investor or, uh, you know, just somebody looking to buy a house, getting a home inspection, I can always justify my price, you know, a couple hundred bucks. If I find one leak, um, (laughs) if I find one receptacle, that's going to be a problem. uh, I'm, you know, it's going to be a couple hundred dollars now to repair. That's going to save you tens of thousands of dollars down the road. I'm always going to be able to justify or before before I buy a house that foundation needs to be repaired or something I didn't see. Exactly. And, and normally when I, what I do when I make offers is I'll go through a house and say, yep, I'm thinking this is the number. If we agree to a number, give me, give me, you're saying 24 hours. So give me, give me 48 hours to bring, to bring my investor in and make sure. And that's when you come in and do the thing. So you're not slowing them down much. You look at some, we've agreed to a price. I just need 24 hours to bring my other guy in and we're good. As opposed to having to, having to bring you to every single walkthrough and then find out you didn't get any. The seller said no to all your offers, right? Because <laughs> that's the problem I've been having when I, I get buyers call me up and I love buyers; they're wonderful. But I'm like, unless you're willing to offer over asking, let's not even play the game because you're going to lose in this current market. So, so it, it's good to know that you're pretty quickly available. If we if we got an, if we got an understanding with the seller, hey Matt, can you come over on Tuesday at two? You know, whatever. Get Absolutely. Yep. Uh, so what's wrong, yeah. so like what's the like the weirdest thing? That's ever happened to you on an inspection? The weird, crazy, oh, like man. you know, me and Steve go in the attic and there's pigeons, or uh, we we run into a lot of stuff. You know, it's funny you say that. I was just on an inspection <laughs> this morning, and I'm like, man, I really haven't run into anything too crazy yet. You know, about seven months I've been doing this now, and um, I'm like, hmm, you know, I haven't run into any bathrooms with anybody sitting in there just yet, or something weird yeah. like that. You know, so nothing too, no crazy no, stories yet. yet. Maybe next year we'll we'll okay. do this again, and I'll have some good <laughs> ones for you. Yeah, right. I'm sure you will. You know, it depends, especially if you go in any of mine and Steve's homes. Oh, it's just a matter of time. Yep. Yes, yes. <laughs> the, the more investor homes, the more dumps yeah, you go into. The investor homes is where you're going to. Yeah. yeah like because they're already emptied and animals are living in them. If you're in an abandoned house, abandoned six unit, and you go into one of the units and there's lights and heat on, and you just watch out. You're going to yes. find a body. It's going to oh. happen. <laughs> we'll just walk around it. We'll yeah. keep going through. No, no. Well, that's cool. <laughs> I guess we'll just wrap it up here yeah. at this point. Where can they reach you at? Do you want to give them your phone number? Do you want me to put it on the at the end? 
Yeah, I, so I could put, uh, put it in our listing. I'll definitely put it in the yeah, description yeah. of. Yeah. Let me just plug the phone number yeah, now. It's five seven zero six seven two seven 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 two. That is our office line. Um, so we can't get text messages there because uh, it's an office line, but that's where you call to book an inspection with me. Perfect. Cool. I guess that's it, right, Steve? Yep, that's it. That's We're going to finish up here. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Real Estate Community Network podcast. Don't forget, join our Facebook group, Real Estate Community Network PA. Listen to the Real Estate Community Network podcast. That's us. Uh, second Wednesday of every month. This Wednesday, actually. Meet yep. up, Mountaintop, King's Pizza. Great time. Great food. Great drinks. Great people. Come mingle. That's it. You got anything else to say, Steve? No, come, on Matt? Down, come on down network with us. Okay, thank you, guys. I'm all good. Thank you, All guys. right, thank, thank you. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it,